Good morning and welcome to Mosaic Community Church. It's wonderful to have another opportunity to worship with you again this last Sunday of the year 2020. Can you believe we're actually here? Who knew that this year would be filled with so much? I don't even have words to call it. But we're here, God has seen us through so much. And we have that sense of expectancy that God is not finished with us. And so we're excited to be together, to have this opportunity, just to share and worship, uh, to laugh at the jokes that may be told today, to be inspired by the music. So what I want to say to you is, good morning, Mosaic Community Church. Let's worship. Thank you. 
opportunity to uh, share and hear a sermon by our own Jamie Grimble. Um, Jamie's going to come and talk to us about the skies, not the limit. He's going to share a word that God has given him from his heart and something that hopefully will inspire us as we're thinking about how we want to go into the next year. Uh, the things that we are seeking God for, the things that we're listening to God, what God is saying to us. And so give Jamie your undivided attention as we listen to the sky is not the limit. Let's pray for him. Lord God, thank you so much for blessing us with Jamie and his desire to share your word from a sincere and genuine and humorous heart. We ask that you would bless him um, in uh, his delivery, bless him in the freedom that he has. Father, we pray and ask that you would bless our hearts to receive the words or word that you have for us in this sermon. Help us not to miss that thing that will add to uh, the process of renewing us, restoring us, transforming us. Our deepest desire is to be like Jesus, to lift Jesus up as a wonderful example of loving humanity, um, that we can be better at loving humanity. This is our prayer and our hope in Jesus' name. Amen. Enjoy the sermon. Good morning, Mosaic. It's so good to be joining you this morning. Um, for those who are joining us for the first time, my name is Jamie. Um, I've been a long time member of Mosaic and uh, I used to be the youth specialist um, here at Mosaic uh, for about six years um, before I stepped down uh, at the beginning of this year to concentrate on seeking a wider ministry. Um, you may also recognise me from uh, this year's Nativity where I played King Herod. And uh, why do you Americans typecast the British dude as being the villain? Um, we just celebrated Christmas and the birth of Jesus this past Friday. I hope you were able to celebrate uh, Christmas in a meaningful way. And you got the lovely pair of socks that you've really been needing. Or the slightly too small sweater. Or some very sm interesting smelling bath salts. Even though, like every everything this year, celebrations have been very, very different and not the communal experience that we know and love. And next week we're going to be getting ready to say goodbye to what has been, what we can safely say, an extremely horrible and sad year that has really challenged and tested some of us. Some of us have been impacted in different ways through sadly losing someone close, losing a job, a home or education. It's been a year that has really stopped us from looking forward and making plans. We have been prevented from doing the things that we need to do and not only what we want to do because we need to keep each other safe. We feel limited in our ability to do things. This year has really limited us in looking forward and looking up. There is a popular phrase, um, the sky's the limit, in which the phrase that uh, comes in handy as a form of encouragement to help people chase their dreams or passions. Um, but really this phase, phrase still puts a cap on where those dreams, passions or goals end. Um, as we move forward to looking into the new year, I want to flat out say to you all, 
that even in these dark, strange times, the sky is not the limit. Why put a limit on ourselves when we're able to accomplish much more than we could ever think? In every single one of us, there is greatness living inside of us, but fear can really hold us back from looking forward. In John 14, 12, uh, verses 12 to uh, 14, um, in the New Living Translation, he writes, I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done, and even greater works, because I am, go I am going to be with the Father, and you can ask for anything in my name, and I will do it, so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Jesus here is telling his disciples and in turn us that we all have the capability and the skills to do what Jesus does. In fact, great works. But how fear and unbelief in ourselves can hinder those works. I mean, look at how science has gone into overdrive to find a vaccine in record time. And we're starting to have the ability to maybe see the light in the tunnel. When we look at ourselves, we have a measure of unbelief or a, or a lack of faith because we fully do not believe what God has created us for. Because fear gets in the way and holds us back. Now, this has been a bit overused, but I kind of like it. Is Roosevelt, uh, um, FDR Roosevelt, um, his famous inauguration uh, speech. And he says, so first of all, let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror, which paralyzes needed efforts to convert, retreat into advance. And I must admit myself that fear has always been my biggest enemy in moving forward and, and stopping me. You know, I went to a school that placed high value on academic achievement and, and reward. And the arts, is, which is where my skills lay, were not really celebrated or used. Um, and if they were, it was only to present to the outside world how good a school we were. Um, and so I felt a real torment of, you know, that just because I wasn't a high achiever in academia... That my talents were something less. Um, no one really put that on me. It was more something that I put on myself. And so, you know, as I sort of wanted to sort of start looking at, you know, teaching and, and, and preaching more, um, you know, that I somehow lacked the qualifications to do it, as I have no degree in theology. Um, and I feel a bit useless um, at in-depth Bible understanding. And therefore, somehow unqualified to speak to you. But I knew it was something that I wanted and felt called to do. And through encouragement of Angel and Brad before her, and friends in the church, um, you know, they told me that I can reach past that as God had placed it on my heart. And like John says in verse 14, Yes, ask me for anything. In my name, and I will do it. And so I did. And hopefully, 
you know, here I am trying to achieve some of that. Um, Jeremiah in the Bible is a good example of how fear can put limits on yourself. Jeremiah was called by God to go and share God's message. And he was called a prophet. He had an amazing calling and an opportunity to do this. Um, but in spite of this, he was tremendously afraid and felt unqualified. He says, oh, sovereign Lord, I said, I can't speak for you. I'm too young. He felt in inadequate because of his age. But God replied to him. And the Lord replied, don't say I'm too young, for you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you. And don't be afraid of the people, for I will be with you and will protect you. I, the Lord, have spoken. God is always with us in our endeavours if we put our trust in God and put God before everything that we do. Jesus reaffirms this in John. You can ask anything in my name and I will do it. My favourite show in, in the whole world is The West Wing, um, which I cannot count how many times I have watched the entire series. Um, it was a, If you don't know it, or I'm familiar with it, it was a series um, created by Aaron Sorkin, um, and it depicted um, a rose-coloured, sort of tinted colour version of, of, of what politics could be like. Um, and particularly over the fast, past four years um, of what we've been experiencing in politics, you know, it became actually, for me, it, initially I kind of didn't want to watch it because it was too, you know, painful because it's obviously what we're experiencing. But actually it became a crutch and maybe even a bit of escape, uh, escapism. And I hope, and I hope that change is possible. Um, and the reason why I mention it is because there's an incredible scene where President Bartlett, played by Martin Sheen, is giving a speech at a fundraiser. Um, but during the day, a horrible terrorist attack has struck a college campus um, and their club swimming pool. And the president is actually at a fundraiser um, speaking to people. And he obviously has to make a comment on it and he gives this incredible speech to the people in the room but also to the outside world um, about how to start healing moving forward as a country um, because obviously it was a shocking terrible thing and a bit like what we're experiencing now um, you know and help the healing and moving forward uh, and to start making a difference in each person's lives. Um, now, you know, as I, I as I speak speak the quote, um, it might be a bit jarring to hear, uh, especially how the last four years have been, and maybe over, and you know, have been, and it's probably a bit over patriotic, and you know, that can be a little bit jarring as well. But I feel the sentiment lends quite well to what I've been talking about, um, and especially in this time of the pandemic. So this is President Spartler speaking. Um, 
Three swimmers from the men's team were killed and two others are in critical condition. When, after having heard the explosion from their practice facility, they ran into the fire to help to get people out. Ran into the fire. The streets of heaven are too crowded with angels tonight. There are students, our teachers, our parents and friends. The streets of heaven are too crowded with angels. But every time we think we have measured our capacity to meet a challenge, we look up and we are reminded that capacity may well be limitless. This is a time for American heroes. We will do what is hard. We will achieve what is great. This is a time for American heroes and we reach for the stars. I particularly love the line, every time we think we have measured our capacity to meet a challenge, we look up and we're reminded that our capacity may well be limitless. Because when we are, challenged, when we are confronted with our challenges, our fears and the things that normally prevent us or would have stopped us in our pasts, you know, as we have given it over to Jesus, as we've asked to be healed, who can stop us when he is with us? Our capacity becomes so much more. We look up, we look up past the limits of the sky because it's not the limit. It is not the limit. We look into the stars and we know that our capacity cannot be limited. Can, cannot be limited it can be limitless we just need to run into the fire Jesus has our backs he will always be there he will never give us more than we can bear if we limit ourselves we limit others because they cannot experience what they can receive from us and just like the disciples and Jeremiah greater things can come and so as we move forward and look to the new year, let us not fear the past year or even our pasts, you know, that might limit us, you know, and limit our hopes, our dreams and unsurety what this year is going to be looking like and put it to Jesus, you know, that we are lifted up past the dark, dark stormy clouds of 2020. I wish you all a happy new year and I pray we can be together soon. Amen.
Hi. I just wanted to thank everyone who took the time to uh, pray for my mother. She is um, going to remain in the hospital through the new year um, in uh, rehab. They're going to uh, or are taking her through some rehabilitation to uh, see how much mobility she can regain on her right side. But she is conscious. She's very aware and engaged and said, you know, when I asked how she was doing, she's like, I'm still here and I'm fine. So she maintains positive attitudes. So I appreciate your prayers um, for her and for my family members. Um, I want us to remember Diego sins and family. Diego lost his brother last week and we want to uh, keep him and his family in prayer. And we want to remember um, our neighbors across the street, Miss Felicia, uh, who lived on the second floor in the house directly in front of us, passed away today. Uh, today is Wednesday for me. She passed away on Wednesday and we want to pray for her uh, family and we will uh, are reaching out in support to them as well. So um, let's just have a word of prayer. Lord, we ask your blessing and mercy and uh, the full extent of your comfort. We ask that you would just bless Diego's family with that as they um, are grieving their loss. We pray for them, Lord, that you would be their comfort, that you would, that you would help them to remember um, how good and wonderful and special uh, our son, brother, uncle, uh, he was. We pray that you would tend to tender hearts, Lord, uh, that they would have peace in letting go of him in this world, but recognizing that you have hold of him in another. Um, and we pray and thank you for my mom and just ask your continued blessings on her recovery. And we remember all those who are in the hospitals all across this country, Lord, suffering from COVID and other ailments. We ask, Lord, for your grace and mercy upon them. We ask for wisdom for all the medical people who will, uh, are attending to them um, and miraculous healings, Lord. We ask for this in Jesus' name. We pray, Father, for um, the reviving and restoration of the medical personnel. We pray, Father, for creativity and how they have time off and how they recover, that you would give them peace, that you would restore their physical need. We pray for extra strength for them. Um, and we pray for those, Father, who are experiencing food insecurity or shelter insecurity. Father, we pray that the money that the, the government is attempting to get to folks, that that into programs, that that would move quickly, Lord, and that people's needs would be met. Help us, Father, in the ways that we can support organizations um, to help people get fed and have shelter. Thank you for the grace and mercy in people's hearts who are offering their 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 extra beds, their their couches to those who don't have a place to live tonight. Help us love each other more. Father, love each other genuinely and sacrificially. Thank you for the resources that we have and those who gave them. 
that we can meet community needs that are out there. I thank you that we are. Um, help us, Father, if we're missing people, to see them um, and to reach out and touch them. Uh, through finances, through prayer, through support, through engaging programs that um, are out there for them. We need you and they need you. Um, so guide us. Guide us, please. This is our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, let's continue in worship. So this may be the last time for this year that we have our Advent candles lit. Um, we remember the hope that God has given us. You see, God keeps God's word. God promised us a Savior, and the Savior came. We thank the Lord for peace, knowing that God has delivered up to us His peace. A peace in knowing that what is intended, that God's plans for us, that those good and, and wonderful plans are actually going to come to pass. And we can not strive so hard and struggle, but be okay in the journey. We thank God for His love, for that love is the motivating factor that has made all the difference in my life and I suspect in yours as well. And we thank the Lord because when we think of all those things, nothing but joy comes from us, from us, knowing that God is for us. God has always been for us and never has God been against you or me. We can trust God. And so the last candle we lit was the Christ candle, signifying that Jesus is come. Jesus is in the world. And the world has never been the same since his coming. And your world and my world today and tomorrow and tomorrow, it's filled with opportunity. You know, the wonderful thing that I've learned, or I learned about the universe, is that it's ever expanding ever being birthed and new things are coming about in the universe. It's incredible. It uh, supports that notion of second chances and additional opportunities that are before us. The sky is not the limit because the sky is continuing to grow. Things are continuing to be possible for you and me. And so we can take the struggles of this year, and they were legitimate struggles. We can give the, the validation to that, that you've experienced. And even now it seems even harder because we've gone through it for so long, and it's like, when is this gonna end? But this thing I know, I know it beyond the shadow of a doubt that God is for us, that God who began a work in us is not finished, but he, she, the single they, is going to bring it to its end, its completion, and that we'll be like Jesus, able to love with a freedom and a vigor that causes love to spring up and hope and opportunity and peace and joy and perpetuates love. This hope, this peace, this love, this joy is what we can take into tomorrow, recognizing that with it, there are opportunities. We don't have to put any limits on us because God is on ourselves because God isn't placing limits on us. The sky is not the limit in your life, but beyond. And when I'm free and genuinely me, when I am 
my authentic self talking and sharing with people when I don't put pressure on myself to be like the perfect pastor, perfect mother, all that stuff. When I'm free, then I'm free to hear the Spirit speak to me and to move with the Spirit as my partner. My prayer for you this coming year is that you and I would both increase in our ability to be free to hear and move with the Spirit of God. I want you to know more joy more peace, more love, more hope in your lives in 2021. Let us, in the course of this week, think about that and listen for what the Holy Spirit is telling us to pray for, to think about, for others to pray for as we go into this new year. And let us make the confession of those things that the Spirit is telling us. You know, the longest night they said was the night of confession. I was like, I can be down with that because the scripture says that. We can confess. We can call things that are not as though they were. So that's cool. And I'm going to keep calling them because I can see it. Because I see it in the word. The spirit confirms it in my soul. And I hold it for you and I. So be blessed. I will see you on the other side of 2020. And I'm grateful for it. Bye-bye. Be safe. Be safe. Be safe. The virus is getting even more serious. So, see you then.